Hello and welcome back to the F1 Paddock podcast. I'm Luca, your host, and today I'm being joined by Manuel Biancalila, the F1 esports driver who competed in in the last season for Toro Rosso and now Alpha Tauri. Uh, how are you, Manuel? Hi, all fine, thanks. Cool. Um, so when you're racing, what wheel do you uh, use? Do you mean the peripherals? Uh, yeah, the um, yeah. I use a CSL Elite and uh, CSL Elite pedals. Cool. Um, what is your favorite track on the F1 calendar? Sorry, what is your favorite track on the F1 oh, calendar? Okay. Um, obviously, the Italian track Monza. Yeah, that's a great track, very historic. Um, uh, yeah, so um, you did an amazing job on your debut on your debut at Hockenheim, getting seventh on track, but sadly a track limit penalty put you to tenth. How how happy were you after that race? Um, not that happy, but still happy because I got a great qualifying place and a great race pace. But yeah, the penalty was a little bit unlucky, and otherwise, yeah, in the end, I was quite happy. Yeah, how how has lockdown been for you? What have you been doing? Uh, lately I've been doing some races with the race uh, and esports seasons in Air Factor yeah. Two, and also some other competition for endurance racing in Air Factor Two. Cool, that is um good. How was the uh how was the twenty four hour virtual Le Mans? Um, it was quite um. Um, how can I say it? It was funny, uh, exhausting, and um, and it was like um, enjoy. Uh, I really enjoyed doing it because I met some great people um, in Aston Martin, and yeah, also cool. I've met yeah. Nicky Team, uh, Richard, Lassie, and all the other people in Aston Martin. That was uh. Great, great race with them. Um, now that Aston Martin are coming to F1, are you going to maybe be looking to do the F1 esports with them? Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, okay. How I long hope so you know... in the future, but I don't know. Yeah. How long do you normally practice before like a F1 esports? How long did you practice? Usually for F1 esports, we, we had to practice... Uh, um we had to do two two sessions and each ses- session was two hour- three hours long yeah wow um, so it yeah. was six hours a day um did you enjoy your time in the f1 esports and would you like to do it again yeah of course uh i'm looking into the new product waiting for some info and hoping to get to get picked by another team again cool and finally, um, did you enjoy the first race of the season if you watched it? Do you mean the Austrian Grand Prix? The, the race tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. It was quite good. Yeah. Uh, two safety cars, a lot of retires, good, great battles, and obviously the last lap from Lando was. Yeah, amazing. so good. Yeah, very good. Is he, uh, who's your favorite driver in the group? And. Uh, since I am Italian, I think that my favorite is Charles Leclerc, but yeah. also Lando Norris is a great one. I love his style and yeah, he's funny. his way of doing things. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, thanks for joining us, man. It was a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you for coming on. Thanks. Thank you. To you. Thank you. Have a good time. See ya. Thank you. So that was um, a very, very interesting interview with um, Manuel. Uh, really enjoying having him on the show. First get uh, one of our first guests on the show. He um, spoke really well there. Uh, thanks to him for answering our questions. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Get a bit more of an insight into F1 esports. Um, just like the virtual world, I guess. Uh, so yeah, wow, we had a banger this week. Yesterday was my birthday, and oh wow, yes, oh yes, I was treated. With an amazing race around Austria. Now, um, we've got loads to go through. So, should we start off with the pack session? We're not going to talk a load about, but we'll talk about it a bit. Um, and we've got to qualify and then the race. So, practice. Um, there was a few spins. Uh, surprisingly, something we haven't seen is um, spins at turn one, which was something different. But today, that happened. Um, there were some few spins at turn one. And, yeah, that was really surprising, actually. Um, normally, turn one doesn't have many spins, so it's got a very, very annoying uh, curve and take front wings off. Uh, but, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise that uh, I think four people spun there over the practice sessions, which is quite uh, mad, to be honest. And Nicholas Latifi on the third one crashed, which probably untested him a bit, but he had a great weekend as day as debut, even though he did come last out the finishes. But we'll get to that. Get to that. Um so um practice. It was Lewis Hamilton that tops every single practice. You thought he was gonna be domination, but he just wasn't to be. Um he just Mercedes looked quick straight away. You couldn't they they were probably trying to go slow at some points, but they just they were just fast. They were very very, very fast. Um, Bottas coming second in all of them as well, I think. Um, Racing Point turned up with a mega car. Like, we knew they were good from testing, but this was something else, man. It was, wow, it was actually really good. Uh, although they did struggle over the weekend, sadly for them. I think Randolph's through the reliability and all of that is really big issue. It's one of the most punishing tracks out of them all. And, yeah, sad for them, but, yeah. So, we're going to get on to qualifying now. I wasn't going to talk loads about practice. There wasn't too much to talk about, apart from F1 was back. It was a big story, uh, obviously. Not even the whole, for example, Sky and 1Q were out there, uh, uh, the crew were out there. I mean, that just proves a lot, doesn't it? Uh, that you would think that um, Sky F1... The whole people would be out there because that's the proper broadcasting like service. But no, there was, for example, the people doing the analyst, anal, analyzation. Yeah, um, analyzation. They were, they were back in um back at the HQ. So which was really weird. I found um, uh yeah. Obviously there was the um the Black Lives Matter with the Mercedes beautiful livery, and the knees. Um, it's all for a good thing. Uh yeah. So let's go on to qualifying. Qualifying was simple. Um, again, Mercedes domination. Uh, again, was it a surprise? No. Um, I'm still madly surprised that Mercedes didn't, you know, 
uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really weird, really weird, really weird. Um, this is what this is what it looked like. Getting knocked out in Q1 was Latifi first time, but five tenths off the guy in front. Come on, Latifi. On your on your debut, you got to do a bit better. Raikkonen, which was disappointing from him. Uh, he's experienced now. He should be beating his teammate. If I'm honest, really should. But um, I guess he wasn't expecting to have such a bad car. As personally, I think Alfa Romeo is the worst car on the grid this weekend. We have Russell. Who did um, who did amazingly to put the Williams car even in seventeenth, <laughs> only a tiny, tiny bit off um, literally he was so close to being in that spot that we all wanted to be in in Q two for the first time in his career. It would have been scenes, as Arava said, if you watch him on F one, biblical scenes. Magnussen and Grosjean came next. Well, Magnussen got knocked out Q one. Annoying for him. Shouldn't happen, to be honest. Really shouldn't happen. Hassa been in sport for a while now. I know probably one of them. They're probably one of the newest teams, but they've got to they've got to get something together. The team principal, I don't know. But we, I like Gunsteiner, Gunsteiner and all, but is he getting the results? I do not know. Maybe there's someone else to get better results. Maybe they're going to pull out sport together. They got a decent livery, and they need to match the results to that. Um, Ocon having a good. Good first qualifying session, in my opinion. He's putting the Renault in 14th. Not much he could do. It's his first time back in one and a half years. So we're basically calling it his debut because the cars have moved on a lot since then. And, uh, yeah, so personally, I think uh, I think that was a good qualifying session from him. And he should be maybe not really happy, but happy in one way or another. Gasly and Kvyat next. Kvyat then Gasly, actually. Uh, Gazzy out qualifying his teammate. Uh, probably in my mind expected, but four temps is still quite a lot, you know. Um, number four temps, it was, I mean, four temps in the first quality session, Q1, which is still a lot, and then uh, the second one, it was only one, one and a half temps, so, uh, yeah, maybe could be out to try and get close to Gasly. Um, will we ever see Gasly back in a Red Bull seat? Maybe not, but I reckon he could get a top seat, but I don't know. Hasn't been his chances. Personally, I think, even though it would never happen, if uh, Lance Stroll's dad didn't own the company, I think Gasly could go to, uh, could have gone to Racing Point, which would have been, or what it would have been kept as Force India, um, if Lance Stroll's dad didn't buy it. But um, sadly, uh, Lance Stroll's dad does own it. Lance Stroll is getting a seat. So unless Sergio Perez retires, which I still don't see him doing soon, I think that's going to be the driver lineup. And next is a shocker in my mind. Um, Vettel, 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 Vettel. How have you been knocked out in Q2? You are one of the most experienced drivers on the grid. You're one. You're meant to be one of the fastest on the grid. You're a four-time world champion from this decade or from last decade. Got to be doing better. Got to be doing better. He is. Uh, the fact that you didn't even race well as well. It was all the shambles. Do you know what? At the start of the weekend, I was thinking, because Ferrari didn't, apparently Ferrari didn't even offer him a contract. I was like, that could be a mistake. But then, I saw that performance and it's awful. It really is. 
Sebastian Vettel, you're a four-time world champion. You're getting paid so much, second highest on the grid. You're paid second highest. You're the second paid highest on the grid to come where? Yeah, to come. You know, eleventh. Uh, obviously in the race got maybe a few, but again, spinning like to a normal ways. Um, but yeah. Um, it's just it really should be doing better. He should have been up there with. Charles Leclerc. Imagine how Charles Leclerc is feeling. Like he's like, oh my god, I was just absolute storm my teammate. Because even though Charles Leclerc didn't have a great qualifying, it was just bad for Ferrari all over. And Ferrari don't have a great car. Sebastian Vettel still needs to do better. You know, he's got the experience, he's got the amount of world drivers' championships to do it. So um, yeah, it in my mind should have done better. Uh, yeah. Um, moving on then we have got. Uh, Ricardo in 10th, he'll be having to get in Q3 with the Renault, yeah, 10th, but 10th, temp. he's still two temps behind Stroll, but it was solid from him, um, decent performance, and yeah, he was, I think he was quite good, quite good. Uh, I also got um, a few questions in, I'll quickly do these, got a few questions in from um, the uh, F1 beginner's guide. Um, what, qual- what quality skills make a good dri- uh, F1 driver? They're just basically determination you got to have you got to have speed but you got to have determination go even faster you got to be fit, you got to be like fit uh, mentally and physically um yeah so yeah i just answered those i just answered those questions next is stroll in a great car but still managed to only get night four shipping uh, i don't blame actually that's still a good result q3 doesn't normally get that so um yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of Stroll, but I can respect that. Did a good job in the racing point. Next up is Sainz. Got no name with his teammate, which I found really odd because he's a great driver. Sainz, going to Ferrari next year. Right behind is uh, Ferrari as well. Uh, but yeah, maybe should be doing better, Sainz. Maybe should be doing better. Next, Leclerc. Again, I think he did well with the Ferrari car he had. But again, Vettel should be up with him. Uh, out outperformed his teammate by a mile, and he had a great race as well. Albon, Albon, Albon. Gonna get to you later. Uh, sorry, ma'am. Sorry for you. Um, but yeah, fifth, good qualifying. Uh, make sure you're up there. Nice. Norris, the hero of the weekend, as Manuel may have mentioned. Um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Verstappen or Verstopper, as he seemed to stop um, this weekend. Uh, third, did the best he could, but still maybe get a bit close to Hamilton, which who is second. Uh, had a good lap. Uh, actually, no. Uh, he says he could have gone faster. He blames himself for it. And also, he ended uh yeah, uh, Bottas. He also went, basically, he went, when um, Bottas, who came pole, on his on Bottas one on the grass on um his like last lap and that meant yellow flags which means Hamilton had to slow down but um but Hamilton didn't slow down and um uh yeah sadly uh it didn't go amazingly uh because uh Hamilton then got a three place group penalty and he started in fifth moving everyone up a bit so um so yeah next 
we have um next we have Bossas of course putting a great lap, make a mistake in the final one, but that didn't matter. Uh because he did very well to put his car on pole again, the opener. First opener in first opener in Europe since forever. Um yeah, all good, all good there, all good. Alright. Finally get to the race. First lap was a really, really good lap to be honest. There was lots of good racing. Very close between Bottas, uh, no, not Bottas, Bottas and Hamilton, but very came very close a few times between a few cars. Um, Hamilton gets squeezed out, for example. Bottas flied away into the distance, though. And so, Verstappen hit trouble. Only a few laps in, Verstappen hit trouble, which was a bit annoying because I'm sure he wouldn't have wanted to do that, uh, especially that it's one of his best tracks. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, so, basically, uh, I'm gonna just give a bit of a race recap overall, so, um, yeah. Uh, um, right, here we go, so then. Another few laps passed, and uh, Ricardo was out. Uh, that caused a safety car, and that meant everyone was bunched up. And then Ham- that means Hamilton got close to Bottas, didn't overtake him, but soared off into the distance. They both did, but then hit some issues. They had issues with the sensor, which Stroll then retired from, came into the pits, no, no safety car. So they were told to not hit any curves, which hard around Austria because surrounded by curves, and it's quite hard not to hit them. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was all good, uh, for the Mercedes until they hit those problems, and Mercedes, um, just slowed down, to be honest, they were still gaining, like, these little temps here and there, um, but then the next safety car was triggered by, um, by an out of Kevin Magnussen, who lost his brakes, brake problem, uh, and that bunch of run up together, and this made for a really, really interesting race. Basically, uh, when they went off again, the restart, uh, Mercedes didn't get a lot away, got a tiny bit away. Um, wasn't as interesting, but there was definitely some amazing fights in the background. Norris, Perez, Albon, all of them having amazing fights in their own like way. Grosjean. Uh, he next DNFs the other Haas car again. Double DNF for Haas, not good. Um, and yeah, so that's really another safety car. And this time, some people pitted. Uh, some people pitted, which included the likes of. Oh no, Magnussen's did not actually trigger safety. Uh, Grosjean's didn't trigger safety car. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, it was actually. Russell that triggered the safety car, he pulled over the side. Grosjean did also go out with an issue, another issue from Haas for reliability, hitting them again. Um, yeah, so Raikkonen, uh, then the restart happened. Raikkonen went out straight away at the restart. His wheel came off on the restart, which is something crazy. Luckily, it was towards the back, so it didn't cause a massive pileup because that would have been bad. But um, yeah, his literally his wheel just went, see you later. Uh, you should go see the picture of it. There's a picture from mine, just look up. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen, Austria 2020, loses his wheel. 
or just Kim Ragnarstra 2020, and you'll see it's just very funny. The wheel just <laughs> flew off the car. Um, next is album. Now, uh, this is a tough one. Basically, the restart happened. Um, everyone's boss has kind of went off at this point. You can see that he's going to win. And then Hamilton went on a, uh, a charge. Uh, but Albon came on an even better charge. And Albon managed to get right up to him. Went for a lunge. It was a bit ambitious down the, around the outside. And then um, Lewis Hamilton didn't leave him just enough for him. And sadly, uh, that was it for Albon. He retired of issues later, a few laps later. Uh, Hamilton ended up getting a five-second penalty for that. That was a massive talking point to win the weekend. Massive talking point. Kvyat uh, was next to retire. Um, sad day for him and his first time in the Alpha Tauri. But um, that's really a safety car. And we all go from here. A few laps left and it came down to the final lap. Uh, came down to the final lap. And uh, the win was settled. It would be Bottas. Leclerc managed to get second. And Norris, all he needed to do was get the gap from 5.5 to under 5 seconds for Hamilton to beat him via the penalty. And he put in a wonder lap. Like, like Manuel said, he put in an absolutely amazing lap. A 107.4, which is amazing in a race. Um, and he pulled it out of the bag, just winning by two, te- uh, just getting a podium by two tenths. His first podium in F1, and I can tell you, the whole F1 world went mad. He is one of the, he's probably the most like loved and like by like just by everyone. It all fans love him. Um, everyone was happy with that. Norris celebrating like mad. He was so happy, and and he's actually sat on my go kart. Go kart, and he sat on my go kart. So it's very special for me as well. Uh, very great to see him. Uh, on the podium, I was so happy, and so was everyone else. Well, Hamilton got fourth then. Um, Science came fifth with a good end to the race, just beating Perez. Actually, you know what, beating Perez by quite a lot, by seven seconds in the end. It didn't come down to that, it came down to find a few laps, yeah. Um, Perez, good race from him, but um, he, uh, yeah, he had a five-second penalty of his own. He, he did finish two seconds behind Science, which would be on track. He got five-second penalty for an unsafe release from his team. Which was a bit unsafe. They pulled him right next to Lando Norris in the pits, like took it, put him out right next to Lando Norris. So he got a penalty for that, as you do in F1. Gasly next, great outing in the Alfa in my opinion, probably one of the best forces of the day. Uh, he wasn't recognised at all. I don't get that. Um, I didn't hear anyone say anything. But he's just gone from, he's just gone from, he's just gone from twelfth to seventh, which was a great race, first time in the Alfa doing the lovely livery very well. Now, Ocon, Ocon, Ocon. What a race from the lads. Uh, obviously, there was only 11 finishers, so, you know, 8th is not great, but he kept his car out there. He survived, unlike his teammate. Um, so, yeah, Ocon managed to get 8th, which is a great performance. From 14th from 8th in his first F1 race, I think he'll be happy with that. Giovinazzi next, uh, teammate out, but uh, he did well to get ninth. And he did, do you know who didn't beat him? Vettel. And, again, I've come back to it. Vettel. What are you doing? You came, te- you started 11th. We all thought, okay, it's just going to come back to, you know, maybe like 5th drive, something like that. Uh, no. No, 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 no. 10th, 10th, 10th. I know he's struggling with the car, but a four-time world champion doesn't struggle that much. 
They're not a backmarker, Vettel. They're not a backmarker. Because I'm sure if Lewis Hamilton drove, for example, the Renault, he would manage to get way higher. Or even like the Haas, he would manage to get higher. So, got to do a better job, sadly. Vettel, got to do a much better job. I don't like, I don't hate you. I don't hate you at all, but got to do better, mate. You've got to do better. And I will go on rants in the season about certain drivers that are not performing. Like, I might if Grosjean crashes again because it's becoming a joke from him now as well. Latifi, good first outing for him. Nearly got a point for Williams, which would have been second in two seasons. That would have been a momentous occasion for him. What a race that would have been. Well, he would have been ended up driving in the day. Um, but, yeah, sadly, it wasn't to be, but he still did well, Latifi, on his debut. So he can survive out there. Kvyat, obviously, talking about the DNF... Uh, just an issue with his car, to be honest. Uh, like most drivers, Albon obviously got hit by uh, Housen. It wasn't intentional. I wouldn't be surprised if it was either racing or a five-second penalty. Nothing more than a five-second penalty. Um, uh, but, it, yeah, so... But Albon then retired a few laps later to engine issues because of the going across the gravel, which uh, he was pushed on to. Some people say pushed on, some people say... But yeah, but he went on to the gravel. Um... Raikkonen, uh, he came, Raikkonen came uh, 14th, he of course had his tyre come off, George Russell pulled over with an uh, electrical issue in 15th, uh, Grosjean 16th with, um, I think something to do with the brakes as well as Grosjean, uh, as well as Magnussen who came off with the brakes, Stroll, sensor issue pulled into the pits, um, Ricardo, uh, I think his engine went or something, uh, uh, Verstappen, basically, it was really weird on Verstappen. Uh, something went in his car and it put him, made him. He he tried to switch to an, a like a different setting, and for some reason that setting triggered something in the car, made it go in stop, and they tried to get it going again, but it just went into anti-stall, which is um like a mode a setting. So uh, yeah, sadly for Max Verstappen, it was a DNF, and he just got out of the car. He had enough after a certain amount of time. Came back into the pit stage when they tried to get him out, and he couldn't get out. Put it in standstill got out um so yeah so that's race run done i'm going to give you my drive of the day and my predictions for f1 this weekend and then we will finish up um my drive of the day we've got to be norris the first podium in f1 after this podcast go check out his reaction it's amazing absolutely brilliant from him uh i'm very happy for him uh if i had to give something else to someone else won uh, probably be Ocon, great performance from him. Uh, very him and Gasly, very you know under the radar in that race. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I'm gonna now say my um. I'm gonna go for obviously the fastest lap, as I said, was Norris, Norris in the final lap, and Red Bull got the fastest pit stop, two point three five seconds. Here are my predictions for next weekend. This time. I reckon Max Verstappen is going to not have any issues. And I actually think he's going to end up winning because Mercedes had sensor issues and you can't fix that in a week. So I'm going to go for a Verstappen victory. I'm going to go Hamilton second. I think he'll get redemption. I'm going to go Bottas third. Uh, I'm going to go Norris fourth again. I just see him doing well. I'm going to go Leclerc fifth. Sixth, I'm going to go for Sainz. Uh, no, sixth, I'm going to go for Perez. I'm going to go for Sainz in seventh. Eighth, um... Eighth, I'm gonna go for. Oh wait, no. Seventh, I'm gonna go for Albon. Eighth, I'm gonna go for Signs. Uh, 
Ninth, I'm going to go for Ricardo. Tenth, I'm going to go for Stroll. Eleventh, I'm going to go Vettel. Don't seem to do anything. Twelfth, Ocon. Thirteenth, Gasly. Fourteenth, Kvyat. Fifteenth, Russell. Sixteenth, seventeenth, Grosjean and Magnussen. Uh, Raikkonen. Uh, then, then I'll go Giovinazzi. Then I go Raikkonen, and then Latifi. So, yeah, those are my predictions. So yeah, thanks for watching the podcast. Hope you liked the interview. Thanks for DM us. Uh, DM us. F one underscore paddock underscore podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Um, so yeah, make sure you DM us with what your thoughts and ideas. And anyone you want to come on the show, you can always. We always want fans on the show, so just pop us a text, and you can come on. So yeah, hope you enjoyed Manuel coming on, and the Austrian Grand Prix, which was a bang and one of the best I've ever seen. So thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for listening and see you next week on the F1 Paddock Podcast.